Well, I have in the studio with me this morning the one, the only, uh, often imitated, never duplicated, Reese Fowler. Uh, there could be like some little, uh, you know, little claps there. <laughs> you can put on. The <laughs> so Reese, uh, so so great to have you here today. Um, I'll go ahead and just just uh, sort of say that as we start this conversation, uh, the biggest reason we're doing it right now is just uh, in light of COVID nineteen. Uh, and the university's response to that, we're deciding to not have sort of physical chapel meetings anymore for the semester. Um, and so we're just kind of doing this to really have something to put online so that we can interact with people, um, keep them abreast of, you know, what fellow Christians are thinking about, how they're, how they're you know, processing through things, and they get to learn uh, about a cool person like you. So, so that's what we're here today. Uh, so I'll, I'll kick it off with this. Um, where are you from, Mr. Fowler? Well, thanks for the intro. Yeah. That was a treat. <laughs> um, I'm from Vancouver Island. I'm from a little town called Duncan. And what's unique about Duncan is that Duncan has the largest hockey stick and puck in the world. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Um, so if you're driving through Duncan, um, make sure you stop, look at the hockey stick because it's not every day that you're able to see the real biggest hockey stick in the world. Um, really, I grew up, um, I grew up with a wonderful family in just outside Duncan. Um, my dad's uh, in dentistry, and um, so a lot of my memories as a kid are around the dental office. Oh, and yeah. um, Fun times. It, oh, great times, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was a beautiful childhood. We, we grew up in, um, in an area that um, gave us a lot of space to roam. Um, I have two brothers. I'm an older and a younger brother, and we grew up quite close. And so um, the island was a great place to grow up. And you, you're 10 minutes away from the ocean and 10 minutes away from a fantastic hike. And so it's a unique space. It's beautiful. And, um, I mean, I would encourage anybody to go visit the island. And so I don't know if, you, I don't know if you've been to Victoria, James, but Victoria is, like, one, in my opinion, the most underrated Canadian city out there. Yeah. So good. Now, when you're talking about all this island stuff, because I'm new, so y'all gonna have to help me out. Uh, it, does this mean like you go to Tawasan and then you get on like the big ferry and that's what? Absolutely. So, yeah, BC ferries uh, kind of rule over our transport uh, options to get back home. So we're going to drive to Tawasan, hop on a ferry. Uh, it's usually about two hours on average to get back to yeah. the island and then about an hour drive for me to get home. So huh? I'm not necessarily close um but it's still not out of reach either so if i want to you know head back to my parents place for the weekend um it's the opportunities there it's a it's a great place yeah. um i grew up in a church uh in duncan through my whole life called new life church mm. and new life uh i mean even since i was a kid till now has warped and changed and gone through so many seasons and yeah. Um, it's been wonderful because even before coming to Trinity, I, I mean, I had a really sweet picture of what it looked like to be a part of a church, mm. um, and as, as simple and as profound as that is. Yeah. And so, um, lots of great memories growing up on the island, whether it be through the dentist's office mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. church yeah. or being at the beach or in the mountains. And so Man. great place. That's awesome. You know, being able to sit still in a dentist uh, chair, that's that's a spiritual discipline. So. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's <laughs> what I was told. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. 
Um, no, that's that's awesome. Just uh, you know, hearing a little bit about where you're from, and um, I'm curious. You know, so you you're a Trinity student. Um, what what's your experience been like here so far? You're like a fourth year. Yeah, so I'm fourth year. You know, my experience has been um, so much more than I could have even bargained for. And when I say that, I I mean when I came into Trinity, I had just come off of two years serving with Youth with a Mission. Okay. Yep. And um, I had developed a really rich and tight community over in Kona, Hawaii. Um, I lived at a small YWAM base um, right on the ocean, and uh, I ran with the ship's ministry okay. that was existing over in Kona. And so um, spent two years serving with a ministry that was looking to reach isolated people through um, bringing the gospel mm -hmm. and supplies through ships to isolated islands. And so I had spent some time in Brazil and Papua New Guinea um, before I had come to, to Trinity. So I came to Trinity and um, I was actually immediately really kind of thrown off because uh, I came from a rich community to a community that was unfamiliar. Um, but what I found was as soon as I, like I, I just, I had to change my mindset from I'm gonna sit here and wait for somebody to come, you know, outstretch their right hand and pick sure. me up and say, I'm going to take you with me to, you know what? I know what I put in. I'm going to get even more out. And so I ended up in my first semester at Trinity going on a trip, um, kind of on a whim to the Grand Canyon, serving with Habitat for Humanity with a group of people and then hiking the rim to rim, the Grand Canyon. And that really kickstarted for me um, a, an incredible adventure with community through Trinity. And so my experience at Trinity has been wonderful. And really, you know, the putting in has been serving in student leadership. And so I served as an RA um, with a wonderful group of men in, uh, in Fraser Hall. Um, and that was still a really, I mean, even today is we we were all sleeping over together. Like it was a formative community for many of us. Um, then I served as a community facilitator, which um, I was providing support for RAs and support for a resident director, putting on events. And then this year in my final year, I've been able to direct and lead the challenge, which is a men's discipleship ministry on campus. And we gather, um, we record podcasts similar to this, yeah. and uh, which you've been on. It's I been have. a treat. Yeah, yeah feels and special. So, <laughs> so special. And so um, that's kind of what I've been up to in my final year. And so each year's looked really different, but man, like what? I mean, just reflecting even at this weird end to my university career, like talk about a weird end. Who would have thought that? Someone told me a couple of years ago, you know what, Reese, your university career is going to end in pandemic. I would have been <laughs> like, you're kidding yeah. me. <laughs> Just reflecting in the last four years, it's been a treat. Yeah. It's oh. been a gift. That's uh, it's, it's good to hear. You know, I mean, everybody has a particular and unique experience in university. And so it's a great thing when someone can legitimately legitimately testify and say, you know, hey, like it's, it's been a really honestly good, good experience. Yeah. Transformative experience for me. Yeah. I think that's what we want, you know, at Trinity for students to come in you know, a particular way with their set of assumptions and experiences and forgot to stretch them, mold them, shape them further into who we want them to be. Yeah, yeah, and, and I remember even being on the phone with my, my mom in my first year, first couple months, and 
coming out of my experience with YWAM, I told my mom, I was like, mom, I felt like a roaring lion. And now I feel like a dog with its tail stuck between its legs coming into this larger community. And I saw the Lord really just use that season as me feeling like a dog with my tail stuck mm-hmm. between my legs um, to transform my character. And so I had to realize in my own life that not every season needs to be a roaring lion season. Um, some seasons look a little bit different. And so it's been just in reflecting, wow, what a journey. It's been lots of change, yeah. lots of beautiful change. Oh, that's very true. I think sometimes we can think everything is going to be peachy keen all the time. You know, every every season is going to be this highlight. And that's yeah. just, that's, you look in the Bible. That's not, that's not no how it way. works out everybody. No way. <laughs> Um, so just piggybacking on something you said earlier, you talk about YWAM and being in Hawaii, right? Uh, it, doing a sort of yeah. this work and, and being on ships. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming that means you can swim really well. Is that uh, <laughs> not as well as I'd hope? I mean, sometimes yeah. I sit on that ship and so, oh, you know, if I went off overboard here, yeah. then if I walked the plank, then I don't know. But it, you know, I it's actually interesting. Before even going to ships, I. Um, I actually had this crazy fear of the ocean. Oh, and I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, I had this, yeah, like, yeah. it was this uh, beautiful but wrathful kind of element of nature. Um, and so I remember my first time going out to sea, I was like, my feet were glued to that, to that deck mm. on the boat. And I was like, I am spooked. I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but, you know, over time, I think the Lord just used that fear um, to uh, kind of launch me into a ministry that I've never really saw myself doing. And so pretty crazy, yeah. but I am not the best swimmer, <laughs> but I can snorkel. I uh, love, yeah, I love paddling around in the, in the that's shallow all, that's areas. That's all considered water stuff. Yeah, I absolutely. Don't, yeah, I don't yeah, do yeah. no water stuff. Oh. <laughs> I can't swim. I tried to take lessons a couple years ago. It's a whole long story before another podcast. But, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, y'all, y'all pray for me. I'm trying to figure out. We're looking out, forward to that out. podcast. The story <laughs> of James swimming. It's not a good thing, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a beautiful story. Yeah, but, but that's awesome. Uh, so you mentioned uh, the challenge, right? And you've been leading that yeah. this year. What, what is the challenge? Um, what, what do you do? What, what's that been like for you? Well, the challenge, we like to describe it as a robust community of men who are just really committed to discipling under Jesus Christ. And you know, the way that we kind of roll is we've got a gathering that exists on Tuesdays. We get together, we pray, we meditate, we look through the scriptures, we confess. Um, usually we'll top the night off with a McDonald's run or a Denny's run. Um, and uh, so it's just it's just being together with men. I'm in an environment that's not just like, hey, we're going to go play video games or, hey, we're going to go toss the pigskin yeah. or go play spike ball. It's like, no, we're actually going to go flip through some Proverbs mm-hmm. or we're going to we're going to read through the whole book of you know Jude just because I know a lot of you haven't read through the book of Jude. Yeah. And so uh, we're just going to see not what's too long. It's not too long. No, it's not yeah, I know. It's a yeah. bite sized thing. We yeah. can do that in one challenge. So the challenge is a gathering, but it's also, you know, my, uh, you know, one of the guys on my leadership team, Reese, uh, Reese Morgan, he came up with the idea one day as we were driving along. He's like, you know, what, Reese, um, I know this sounds so typical, but we should we should start a podcast. Mm. And I said, Reese, you're a genius. Let's do it. <laughs> and so we started brainstorming on what we could talk about, some guests we could have. And um, 
we ended up launching this podcast that has really been a probably a bigger blessing to us than it has to those who are listening just because we've had to we've been able to have conversations with people who have some deep deep insight into what it means to be a man um, in you know in contemporary culture who is making an attempt to follow Jesus and so you know our conversations have been they haven't been shy they haven't been coy they've been bold and they've been in your face and uh, that's made me uncomfortable at times i mean sometimes i'm sitting in through these podcasts and i'm going oh my gosh this is going out to the world like these are some these are some big conversations but um they've been so helpful and uh it's been sweet to see the reach of the podcast you know stretch to um, parts of asia europe and uh even right in our own backyard and so Mm. um that's that's been a huge treat yeah Oh, it's it's great. I I encourage you guys to to listen to the podcast. It's a, a good good tool. You know, um, even even the podcast itself can help spark conversation. You know, so yeah. people listen to it and then can dialogue about it. Yeah, it's not that there's only the podcast, uh, or not just the podcast, but the ministry, the challenge for men. There also is equivalent for 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 women. It's called the river, and so similar kind of thing. But yeah, yeah, and the river the river is very similar, and it's been a wonderful space for women to gather. Um, on Tuesdays as well, um, and digging through the word worship together. And I know they've had at their gatherings a myriad of different guest speakers come in. And so I'm excited to see that ministry continue to launch into something big. It's been, it's been pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Reese, what's your, what's your uh, five-year plan? Not, not that you you know, have to have it all mapped out, but oh what's, your, man. what's your next steps? And you're majoring in, are you biblical studies or? So I'm, a, I'm actually a media and communications major okay. um, with a biblical studies minor. Mm-hmm. And so within media and communications, there are streams mm-hmm. um, and I'm taking the leadership stream. So a lot of courses on, you know, what it means to um, have interpersonal communication skills, um, mm-hmm. organizational communication, um, I'm just wrapping up a course on persuasive communication. So look yeah. out, world. <laughs> I'm going to get you to do what I want. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it's been it's been a wonderful degree. I, I mean, I think of professors like uh, Dr. Bill Strom. He is uh, he's one of the most outstanding faculty members at, at Trinity. He's someone who, wow, he could um, he could tear up a podcast like this and uh, and share some really cool stuff. Meaning communications has been a wonderful major. Biblical studies has been an outstanding minor. I mean, I would encourage any student who comes into Trinity to take a biblical studies minor because we have one of the most reputable religious studies departments in North America. Um, Five-year plan, gosh. You know what I would say? Um, I would say that in five years, you know, I really hope that people would say, you know, that Reese, he just went for it. He just followed Jesus with abandon. And, you know, uh, even more, I'd hope it to be true. So in five years, I could see myself serving in a church. I've, you know, since, James, since I've been 18 years old, I felt the Lord's call in my life into pastoral ministry. Mm. And so um, for me, it looks like stepping into church ministry and, and really... Um, continuing to shepherd people um, into the presence of God and commission people into their neighborhoods to be 
salt and light, to be people who, you know, especially in a time like this, are knocking on people's doors and saying, hey, how can I help you? Or without even asking, serving people. So, um, you know, I hope to be someone who's continued to motivate people, to motivate others, to motivate others to be um, even greater, you know, selves. And so, five years, I really hope to be working in a church um, and uh, caring for people. And uh, I'd, uh, I'd love to be, um, you know, in and around this area. I love the greater Vancouver area. And I have a huge heart for uh, what the Lord's doing over here and the direction the city's taking. And so, um, you know, other than that, I just hope the Canucks win a Stanley Cup. And I hope <laughs> I'm there to celebrate with them. Yeah. And uh, I hope I stay healthy. So yeah. Yeah. that's my five-year plan. Hey, nothing wrong with that, you know. Uh, God God has his own plans. And so the, the best thing I think you can do, I tell uh, young adults, is, is be flexible. You yeah. Know? Have have your passions and your desires for sure, but but be flexible before God. You know, he kind of he kind of gets the trump card. You know, he, he might he tell sure you to does. move left, and you're like, "Well, I was going right." And he's like, "Sorry." <laughs> so <laughs> true. Yep. So so you mentioned um, just when you were talking about being a pastor, you know, uh, sort of knocking on people's doors and just that that interpersonal relationships that you were you know kind of mentioning before. Um, so in light of COVID nineteen. Uh, people are actually probably not knocking on people's doors. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, using video technology or different things like this past Sunday, you know, a lot of churches didn't meet in person, but they had live streaming or, or what have you. What, what's been, you know, your feelings about just COVID-19 and the way people are responding and, and a word of maybe encouragement or caution you could offer? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's actually been really encouraging to see how different church communities have, mm -hmm. you know, committed to engaging people online. Um, I've, I've been wowed by people's efforts. And even here we are right now, yeah. um, you know, in light of chapel being canceled, we're just having conversations. Yeah. And I mean, it's just being proactive. And so I'm, I mean, even with right now, I'm just beginning a term as an interim pastor of young adults over at Christian Life Assembly. And we're thinking about how we're going to engage young adults who already exist in the city in this kind of perpetual loneliness. Mm. How can we engage young adults in a time where they're actually told to stay inside, mm. be alone? It's a scary time. I mean, one of the first things I would say is practice intercessory prayer. Mm. Like, be on your knees during this time. Um, have a list of five people who you're, you're going to commit to praying for. Include people in that list who are you know, at risk, vulnerable, mm -hmm. who you're going to commit to praying for every single day. Keep up with them with text or FaceTime. Let those be your five people who you're going to commit to serving um, in that way during this whole COVID-19 craziness. Yeah. Um, another thing I would say is continue to leverage um, online medium. Mm. Um, I mean, it's been again it's been beautiful to see how people have engaged instagram facebook whatever yeah. to reach others um so if you're in a in a space where there's a large amount of people who are self-quarantining in your area or in your congregation um, or in your community um, leverage online media um, and if you yourself um, are out and about um, drop some stuff at some doorsteps 
Mm-hmm. Um, even here at Trinity Western, um, you know, continue to um, get out into the community, take a group of people from your dorm, and go drop some stuff off at people's doorsteps, whether it's toilet paper or hand sanitizer, if you can find it. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a tricky time, James. Yeah. I mean, what a what a crazy time. So a word of encouragement is just to, um, I would say, have five people you're going to commit to praying for and you know, continue to try and come up with creative ways to reach those people without actually looking, you know, yeah. going inside and shaking their hand. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's what I would say. Oh, that's, that's good stuff. I mean, I, I think especially the embrace of technology, you know, doing what you can uh, face-to-face or door-to-door, uh, but then also embracing the technology that we have, you know, to be able to encourage folks and yeah. pray for folks and still have a sense of community. It's just over the Internet, you know. Yeah. But that's the, and, and hopefully, you know, this passes and, and we're able to kind of get back to business as usual. But yeah, but hopefully we're, we're learning lessons, you know, along the way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, this is one of the only times in my life uh, that I would say, uh, you know, maybe even make a slight increase in your social activity, you know, mm-hmm. in social media. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if if you're someone who's looking to connect like that can actually be a place where you can find a sort of connection. And so, yeah. um you know, get on, get on making some videos, uh, reaching out to people. And, um, you know, even if you have an encouragement uh, of your own mm-hmm. that you, that's been on your mind, um, you know, take a video of yourself, slap it on Instagram. And yeah. I know someone out there would love to hear it. Yeah. And so, you know, this just came to mind. Um, I'm not saying I'm doing it, but, yeah. uh, so you can, you could do like a, da- a dance off, you know, oh. virtually. Come on, man. Virtually? Yeah, like a virtual a dance. Dance off? Dance Revolution there online. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've all been waiting for it. I'm not doing it if you're not doing it, James. So I'm looking forward well, we, to we it. We can pray about it. We, we can, can pray, pray about, about it. it. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> no, Reese, I appreciate it, man. That's uh that's good stuff for, for students to hear. Um, I guess I, I would say maybe as we close, just that um Jesus said, uh, come to me, all who are weary and heavy, heavy burdened or heavy laden, yeah. and and I'll give you rest. You know, and I think that's what's come to mind for me uh, in light of, of all this craziness, you know, just that God is the, the perfect picture of consistency. He's, he's always there. He's an ever-present help. And so um, whatever mechanisms we use to stay close to him, I just would encourage us to do that, you know, to double down on that, to, to be close to him. And because we're close to him, to be close to people, even if it's, again, over the Internet. Yeah, that, that's a great word, James. Thanks for bringing that conversation up, because uh, I think one of the best things we can do is just to keep talking about it, because mm-hmm. it's 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 a weird time to stay silent and I would encourage no one to stay silent during this time. So yeah. Reese Fowler. Appreciate it, man. Hey, thank you. Yeah, what a no treat. Problem.